Feels like it's been so long. Welcome to One Foot on the Ground. This is Ashley. And this is Johnny. And today we are discussing... Death Becomes Her. 1992. I think. 92? Oh my goodness. Oh I'm my truly gosh. blanking. And I that's like not my role. That's, yeah, that's... <laughs> It's, 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 it's 1990, it, 1992. Crushed it. Look at me. It was, yeah. Yeah, let's cut out that inflection that I had. No. <laughs> With any semblance of doubt. Nothing we can do that, right? <laughs> Get on um, the machines. So, what is this movie about, Ashley? Uh, this movie is about... I, I want to say it's more, it's about two women that seem to be best friends, but also um, best enemies. And them just like getting at each other and uh, trying to up each other until, you know, magic gets thrown into the mix, uh, eternal youth is on the table, and uh, murder uh, comes into play. Oh yes. Oh yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Weren't they sisters? Were they sisters? I think so. I'm almost certain. Oh. Maybe. Because Maybe I missed she, that bit. Like Goli Han introduced her uh Bruce Willis to Meryl Streep. I don't know any of their names. And <laughs> their characters' uh, names. It's, well Madeline. No Madeline is is Meryl Streep. Yes. And Goldie Han is Helen. To, to Madeline. <laughs> That's the only reason I know that. Um, what was her name, though? I don't remember. Helen. What was it? Helen. Helen. Because they would call Helen? each other Mad in Hell. Um, and oh. Bruce Willis was Ernest. And I was yeah. like, oh, so Bruce Willis is supposed to be the dude we like. And I'm like, oh. I don't yeah, like Bruce. Well, first of all, <laughs> let's talk about the actors in this movie. Let's hear They're it. all fantastic. And they are. This is one of those that I felt Bruce Willis was very good in. I mean, he's generally okay in his movies. You know, they're action movies, so it's not like he gets to do very much but run around and blow up things. But he actually got to do something with this part, and I thought that was really fun to see him kind of portray something different than what we're used to. And I think he did a fantastic job in this movie. I agree. I, I was like, huh. And it, it was it was super weird because I think I prefer Bruce Willis in his non-action sequence, like macho man roles, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was like, look at him go. Like, I forget that it's Bruce Willis. And that's I do too. I, in yeah. fact, the first few times I ever saw this movie, it blew me away every time because I was like, oh my God, that's Bruce Willis. Like, what? I forgot he was in this. <laughs> um, kind of like watching 
the Adams family, it always freaks me out that um, Christopher Lloyd is playing um, the Uncle brother. Fester? Fester, yeah. Like, I'm always yeah. like, I can't believe that's him. It's just, it's so weird. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, but he's got that. Like, when you look at, when you look at Fester, and you look at Fester's, like, weird smile, you can see, like, Doc in it. You know what I mean? I like, think, when, when, when Doc is like, we're going to the future. <laughs> he's got yeah. that big grin. That's the only times where I'm like, oh, yes. Yeah, I think, um, well, I also think, I, I certainly did watch the Back to the Future movies when I was a kid, mm -hmm. and also as an adult, but not as much as other people. Like, I enjoyed them, but I didn't, right. I wasn't obsessive about them like other people are. I was obsessive about the Addams Family, so, <laughs> and I was also, we watched Taxi growing up, so I was used to Christopher Lloyd and that, but... Um, so seeing Christopher Lloyd play that part, it was just fun to me because I, I wasn't used to something like that. But anyway, but Bruce Willis. Do you yes, know he, the, well, I was going to say, do you know the fun connection between Back to the Future and Death Becomes Her? Robert Zemeckis, right? Yeah. That's the director both. of those and this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like Forrest Gump. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, he was uh, but he also he also did uh, he did some horror stuff, right? Hey, what? Like he he did something like not did he do creep show? Is that right? Mm, I don't know. Tales from no Tales from the Crypt. Oh, maybe. Yeah, he he produced uh, Tales from the Crypt. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um. Robert Zemeckis. Did he also do Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yes. Yes, like he that did. Was him too. Yeah, he. Likes and that's to one do... that we've never done, but we talk about all the time. Did we not do that one? Did we not? Maybe we did. I feel surprised I by we that. Did. We should have done that by now. <laughs> 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 that's like one of my. Like I, I fucking love that movie. I, it's so fantastic, and. Jessica Rabbit. I can't believe we haven't done that movie. I don't think we have. Now that I think about I think it, we have that. Okay. Um, it's a fantastic movie. But anyway, <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> the current movie at hand. Um, but yeah, Bruce Bruce is great in this movie, and there's just a bunch of fun. Well, actually, I guess not a bunch of fun surprise people in this movie because there isn't really a huge cast for this movie. But because it's, it's basically just Bruce, Goldie, Meryl for the most part. And then you have Isabella Rosalini mm -hmm. as the, whatever she is. And uh, like, I thought she was a vampire, but I am not so sure. She's what? I'm sorry. I said, I thought I was convinced she was a vampire, uh, but I don't think that that's what she was. I think she was just a lady with a magic vial. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah. She's, I mean, you know, eternal life, I guess she, Technically, it's kind of like a vampire, but she doesn't have to suck the blood. That's good, I guess. I mean, we don't know how she created the vial, so maybe. True. Well, true. So, this movie was in, you know, the 90s when special effects were starting to, like, take over things. 
-hmm. Like all the movies had to have special effects, all of them. <laughs> like no matter what, <laughs> had to have special effects. And this one kind of did that. Um, and it's kind. It kind of. Uh, I would say this movie is was made specifically for that reason, if that makes sense. Like, I don't think the story would have made much sense if it wasn't a special effect movie, if that makes sense. Like, if it had been produced in the 40s or something. Like, I don't think it would have been as interesting. <laughs> you know, sorry, Jason is going in and out of the apartment. So if you hear that, I don't, uh, I don't know if you can or not. Anyway, um, so big special effects and we and i think i might have mentioned this to you well we also should tell the listeners <laughs> that we recorded an entire episode that we didn't use uh so technically throne of blood should have been next but it's not um we couldn't use it because the recordings didn't work and i believe i brought up some things about death becomes her in that recording i believe we did and we did have a uh, special guest with us and i feel bad because now he won't be on the podcast. <laughs> but anyway, um, so I did mention in previously, but you know, new to our listeners, that Meryl Streep actually did not enjoy the process of making this movie because of the special effects. Because you know she's used to knowing what she's doing and having a like a. You know what I mean? Like you see the dailies every day or whatever, and you see what you've done. But with this, right. it's like there's stuff out of her control. Like she has no idea what it's going to look like until it's done. So for her, it was very, I guess, frustrating. Sort of. And she didn't want to do another special effects movie after this because she didn't enjoy the process. But she actually. But she has sense. Yeah, she has sense. <laughs> <laughs> she has, a, I think, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's been in many. I think these days you can't get around it. I mean, even Mamma Mia probably has some special effects in there somewhere. Um, right. Or um, Mary Poppins. Wasn't she in like any Mary Poppins movie? Oh, she was. Yeah. And that had special effects. <laughs> um, also, some fun, some fun stuff. Uh, actually, the, the two movies came out like each other, didn't, didn't they? Uh, Which one? Batman Forever. We, oh God! Ew! Wait a minute! No, ninety-two or Batman Returns? Batman Returns was ninety-two. Yeah. 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 So they Batman Returns and this they they came out around the same time. Yeah. Because there was like it was like this whole thing where people were like, um, what? And the nineties was like a bad time for horror up until like Scream came out. <laughs> so I feel like even um, Adam's Family must have been around this time too. Yeah, a lot of horror comedies. Like, so I married an axe murderer. She oh, devil. I love that movie. That's a good movie. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, special effects were like a thing, um, and this morbid kind of dark, uh, gothic kind of thing was mm -hmm. popular. You know, like what you see obviously in Batman Returns and right. Adam's Family. Death becomes her. Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> we had a lot of it right then. Um, and then we had, you know, Kurt Cobain and Nirvana. Like, it was very depressing. <laughs> very depressing time. Uh, 
but very good, very visually and uh, sonically wonderful. Um, but yeah, so so I don't even know where to begin. So <laughs> this movie, it's kind of fun because it opens up oh, with. Um, let's talk about that beginning though. Yeah. Where it's a single camera shot, right, of a an onstage performance starring Meryl Streep, mm -hmm. and. I wouldn't have known that it was a bad performance if I didn't have, like, if I didn't hear the audience, like, shit-talking on the way in. Like, like before leave. we before we go in, yeah, before <laughs> we go in, they're like, oh, so preposterous, or whatever. And I'm like, oh, what happened? And we go in, and Meryl Streep's doing this performance, and I'm like, oh, look at her. She's doing great, as always. Meryl Streep can, like, never do bad. And then people yeah. are leaving. I'm like, oh, is she like supposed to be doing bad? Because she's not. <laughs> exactly. It's it's kind of true. I thought yeah. that too. When I first saw this movie, I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then I was like, no, he likes this. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Bruce Willis. <laughs> oh, Bruce Willis was, had a heart on the whole time. Yeah. And he's... Uh, well, and character. he was brought as like, maybe him too. I mean, like, what, why wouldn't he? Yeah, why wouldn't he? <laughs> Yeah, the movie and with he, Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn. I mean, he probably did have yeah, a heart. Like, and Isabella yeah. Rossellini. Good lord. <laughs> and Isabella Rossellini is like wearing nothing but jewels <laughs> the whole time. Oh my god, it's amazing. It's so good. Fantastic. But yeah, we like, and he, he's brought there as a test by Goldie Hawn to make sure like to see if she could marry him yeah because they're engaged because all of her point. lovers yeah all of her lovers uh leave her for madeline yes yes so it was like a <laughs> and, test uh, he yeah. failed uh because they have a cut yeah. to their wedding <laughs> that was a that was a brilliant cut too i loved it it, really like, was. it was, it was like, good. oh, no, you have nothing to worry about. Cut to <laughs> Madeline and Ernest's wedding. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah. So yeah, and then, Goldie yeah. kind of goes nuts because of it and gets depressed and eats frosting. <laughs> yeah. And, and, like, she's not even scooping it. Where, where you see her in her, in her apartment full of cats. <laughs> that are just like in the cupboards <laughs> and wherever and she's watching uh <laughs> Meryl Streep's like movies but like the movies where movies. like oh. yeah like a scene where she dies and she's just <laughs> she rewinding, rewinding the scene it. over and over again while eating icing from like like what are those little tubs but she's like stroking it and then licking her fingers like scoop it Girl, scoop it. Why are you like, why are you romancing? Do you know what's icing? funny about this is, well, first of all, I don't think her fat suit was very successful. I would just like to point that out. No, and none of them ever were. Even Tyra Banks, when she put on a fat suit, like to go in public <laughs> and like got upset because people like weren't nice to her. Like, like uh, even that fat suit wasn't convincing. <laughs> Well, she's like, fat people have it hard. And it's like, I mean, yeah, like, it's a superficial time. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, yeah, she uh, – oh, oh, the icing. So – Yes, the icing. Back in the day, like, that was actually a thing that my family would do. 
This is really bad. But like, we would just eat icing out of those containers. Like the, what is it? Like, I can't remember the brands, but. I, I know what you mean. They make like the funfetti cakes and then you buy the icing on the side, but you have to buy two because you're going to eat the shit out of that icing. Oh, Betty Crocker or yeah. something like that. But yes. <laughs> we literally <laughs> would do this all the time. Like you would buy, you know, that intending for it to be for a cake, but honestly, we all knew it was just <laughs> going to get eaten by us. Um, and I would, and when I got a job finally, because it was kind of one of those things, I could have a few scoops out of my mom's frosting, but you couldn't really have the whole thing. Did you have your own frostings? And then when I got a job and was able to buy my own stuff, I was like, <laughs> I can't even tell you the junk food that I would buy because I was like, oh, I can get my own now. And that was one of the big ones. Was like I could have my own frosting containers. The only and it didn't need to be refrigerated, so I could just have it in my room. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in your sock drawer. Keep it there, where no one will look for it. And I would eat it. I would literally just have a spoon and eat those containers. It was horrifying. Like I, as an adult, I'm like, oh my god, I cannot believe we did that. <laughs> <laughs> so but, well, <laughs> a spoon is normal though. That spoon's fine like icing off a spoon peanut butter off a spoon the like even i'm just i I'm the only problem i had was that she was just stroking the icing and then stroking it onto her mouth also the cops come in to take her away oh yeah because she's been evicted because she hasn't paid her rent and who knows how oh is is that what happened yeah so when she's evicted <laughs> the cops come in and take you to the loony bin oh, that yeah. was very much styled after a one flew one flew over the cuckoo's nest right Oh yeah, very now, much. that was a moment where there was some fun actors in there, um, and I can't remember any of them, of course, except for the the main nurse lady because she was on Sesame Street. <laughs> Aliana, Aliana Reed Hall, is that how you say her name? I'm not sure, um, which is bad of me, but I, I just knew her as the lady from Sesame Street. She was also yes. on, um, if I'm not mistaken, I could be mistaken. I think she was on 227 as well. Which is one of my she favorite shows. She was on 227. She was? Yeah. Yeah, she was also um, in Cruel Intentions. She was? Yeah, she was a nurse in Cruel Intentions. It wasn't like Oh, I don't remember that. Stellar. I mean, I don't really like that movie. Well, but <laughs> get it together. Yeah, Cruel Intentions is super uncomfortable. <laughs> I, I don't... Well, I... <laughs> I might but it did win before. Best Kiss. So. Oh, God. Fuck that. Um, <laughs> no, that's it. Oh, God. It's so gross. Um, <laughs> that's that's the only thing I remember from that kiss is the spit. It. Um, no, that movie, I remember I went on a blind date sort of thing to go see that movie. And I was already uncomfortable for the date situation. And, and then when I sat down and the opening credits started... And it said, based on the book, uh, Liaisons de la Dangerous, or whatever it is in French. And I was like, this is Dangerous Liaisons. And then watching that movie, it was like a carbon copy of Dangerous Liaisons. Which, yeah, but if for you Americans. Book, it's a bunch of letters written back and forth to people. So it's like, they obviously just watched Dangerous Liaisons, copied it, made it modern, and there you go. That's like, exactly what happened. John, that's what happens all the time. <laughs> yeah, but it was just, it annoyed the crap out of me. And then, of course, you know, uh, spoiler alert, um, 
the girl doesn't die at the end. I was like, uh, no, he gave her a venereal disease and she died. Okay, that's how it's supposed <laughs> to happen. <laughs> Ryan Phillippe was supposed to give her a VD and she was supposed <laughs> to die. <laughs> no, you have to root for her. <laughs> well, you do, but she dies anyway. Well, I mean, I wonder if I would have liked it more if she died. I would have loved it. I was waiting for you it know, the whole time. Like, I like, but I don't want... And I, I even remember whispering, like, oh, she dies, by the way. And then she didn't. I was like, god dang it. Oh, I bet you looked <laughs> like rode a off fool. Into the That's stupid. <laughs> In his car. <laughs> oh, stop it. Oh, and his beautiful car that he Whatever. placed as a bet. Man, it's been so long since I've seen this movie, but I remember everything now. <laughs> now it's all coming back to me. It was part of the bet. His sister, she wanted to win it. <laughs> oh, no. Terrible. And Reese anyway. got it. <laughs> you want to watch the better version with Glenn Close. Please do. Um, and better costumes. Anyway. <laughs> it's all about the costumes. It, but lest you forget Sarah Michelle Geller's little cross necklace with the cocaine and spoon inside. Yeah, well, Glenn Close didn't need that because she can act. Um, Whoa! Have you box. not seen? I know what you did last summer. Give me a break. Um, <laughs> anyway, getting back to these wonderful actors <laughs> in this movie. Mm -hmm. So yeah, she gains a lot of weight. She gets uh, arrested, evicted, taken to um, institution, mm -hmm. and then the nurse says something to her that kind of sparks like a crazy moment sort of like <laughs> yeah yeah everybody was... hates her because all she talks about is madeline and how much she <laughs> yeah. hates madeline, so. <laughs> it's yeah anyway they, so they're doing like, group talk to, what does she say she's like you have to eliminate eliminate from your life yeah well she was like, trying to say eliminate like you know whatever of her, but yeah. she was like say that again <laughs> and she was like eliminate yeah you can start right there i'll eliminate her I will eliminate her. So then yeah, it kind of goes to um, Meryl Streep is aging. But, oh, by the way, uh, Bruce Willis is a plastic surgeon. That, that's probably important to mention. Yeah. So Bruce, and <clears throat> that's the attraction for Meryl Streep because she is an aging actress. And so having a plastic surgeon on hand as her husband seems pretty ideal. Yeah. Uh, but... But once we once we see, because this is seven years after their marriage, right? That when, mm -hmm. uh, Goldie Hawn le leaves uh, the hospital. Yeah, a lot of time passes in this. Movie. Yeah, uh, this movie is probably it spans over like forty five years. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Long uh, span. Yeah, and so when we see Bruce Willis and Meryl Streep again, they are not in the most loving relationship. They live in a big old house. Uh, Meryl Streep, we see her with different like patches and bandages on her face from time to time. Uh, but when they see each other, like like Meryl will just be yelling at him. He'll be, <laughs> what, what's the line he has? He's like, oh, like a rock, thank you for asking. Like suggesting that she had asked uh, how he slept. Oh. And just like interrupts her, <laughs> just like yeah, little they, they bits like, like that. Routine, basically going. Yeah. Um. 
so yeah, so their marriage is not that great. And I don't think he's practicing at this point either. He's he's kind of past his prime. So he's well, not really... I thought he, he was describing how to do work uh, to somebody. I thought it was a potential oh. client. He was like saying, like he used spray paint. <laughs> yeah, he ends up, because he can't sur do surgery anymore. He wants to do Because it seems so much like the vibe of stuff that I would watch um, as a kid, especially Comedy Central in the 90s. Like I've seen like all the things that went on to there. Like one, this has Meryl Streep, absolutely love her. Two, Goldie Hawn. I thought I've seen like way too many Goldie Hawn things, which is like weird because I feel like now Goldie Hawn, if I were to bring that up to like some youth that I work with, they'd be like, who in the shit is that? Even if I brought up her daughter. Oh, yeah, because what's her daughter's even name? Even <laughs> Kate, Kate's not big anymore. If not right. to be rude, but she's not a big star at the moment. She kind of went off and had her family. So she yeah. kind of didn't, wasn't doing much. I think the last thing she might have done, well, Billy the launch, like a big thing was nine. She was in nine. But I haven't really seen her do much since then. I know she has, but I just I didn't watch it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, yeah. Kate. <laughs> um, and lately, Goldie Hawn, her biggest things, like more recent stuff, was that Amy Schumer movie, Snatched, which was actually kind of good. Oh. I actually, we saw that in the theater. And <laughs> Girl... Goldie had the airbrush budget like you would not believe um, no, no offense to Goldie. Goldie is an aging lady, so she's going to have some wrinkles. But I remember we saw this on the huge fucking screen, right? So, mm -hmm. and I was like, dang, like, she looks really good. <laughs> How does she look this good? And then there was like one shot in the movie, just one where it was kind of like they, I think she was hugging Amy Schumer and they didn't do the effects because of how close she was to Amy Schumer. So it was like, it would have been too weird to try to fix it. And right. it was like, oh shit. We're, she looked like the Crypt Keeper for like two seconds in that movie. And I was like, oh no, oh no, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you should have had them fix that because it was so <laughs> alarming that like, oh shit, like, Dang. I mean, that, like I said, she's uh, it's perfectly fine to age. I don't know why she had to have the airbrushing unless it made her feel good, which is fine. Maybe. Do you think she was airbrushed and uh, snatched with uh, her and Susan Sarandon? Not snatched. Why did I say no. snatched? We were talking about snatched. The Banger Sisters. Oh, I didn't see that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's like 15 years prior. Yeah, now that I'm thinking years, about yeah. it. Like, yeah, never mind. <laughs> 15 years now that I'm thinking about now it. That 2002 thinking doesn't it. seem that far away. <laughs> Goldie really has had a great career now that I think about it. Like, because she wasn't yeah. just big in the 70s, she was big in the 80s too. Like, Overboard was huge when that was out. Mm -hmm. um, Private Benjamin. Oh, Private that Benjamin. Was... That's a good one. What's the one where she had the dog named uh, President Merkin Muffley? which is the name of the president in Dr. Strangelove. And I thought it was great that her dog had that name. I can't remember what that movie was. 
I do not know. I can't think of it. Whatever. Who cares? But it was a good movie. Uh, <laughs> that was also <laughs> in the 80s. But um, no, and then in the 90s, she had like um, First Wives Club, this movie. And there was another one that I just had in my head. And now I can't remember it. But it was like a big one. Bird on uh, a Wire? Hmm? I said Bird on a Wire? No. Oh, whatever. Wildcats. Oh, no, no, no. The one with the one I love. I think I told you to watch it at some point. I don't think we did it, though. Um, House Sitter. Was that in the 90s? House Sitter? Yeah, that was 92 as well. Oh, yes. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> I love that movie so much. And I love that house. Oh, my God, the house. <laughs> yeah, that was her. That was her oh. and Steve Martin, right? I, yes. I have not seen it, but yes. Yeah, because I anytime I think of House Sitter... I think of whenever I think of House Sitter, I think of House Guest starring Sinbad and um You know that I think a lot of that happened because I think those came out around the same time. So a lot that, of people, when I would talk about House Sitter, everybody thought I was talking about the Sinbad movie. I was like, no. I'm talking about Goldie Hawn and Steve Martin. They're like, ooh. <laughs> like sorry that I like aging stars. <laughs> First of all, I loved House Guest. <laughs> Never saw it. No idea. But that was one of the ones that would be played on Comedy Central. Oh, Comedy probably. Central played, like, yeah. Those comedy movies all the time. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't seen House Sitter. Because right? you love And Steve I mean, Martin. I also didn't see Death Becomes Her. <clears throat> yeah, I oh, do yeah. love Steve Martin. Well, I dig Steve Martin. I think he's fantastic. I, I really do like him a lot. Yeah. Um, he's a funny man. He's been in funny movies. <laughs> Um, he sure anyway, has. He's not in this like Bowfinger, which we also didn't release. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a fun movie. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, so what happened? What happens is, so Goldie Hawn looks absolutely incredible, and yes. oh, and, but right before was it right before or after? It might have been after. It's right after when you, you're talking about Meryl Streep and her lover. Well, there was that. She got rejected by her lover because, like, you're too old. And she's like, oh, my God. Fuck you. Yeah. And and please note, Goldie Hawn looks better than she did before. Oh, God, yes. Like, she looks like, incredible. Yeah. Like, even well, like, at the beginning. Before, really before she lost herself. At the beginning of this movie. Yeah. She had, like, a weird, like. Bang. It haircut. was like she worked in HR. Oh, you yes. know, like the way you would depict a woman or library HR in the eighties, yeah. like someone who you wouldn't look twice at, like with a cardigan <laughs> over like a really hideous blouse of some sort with a pattern. Yeah, and just like slunched over. She was hunched, you know? yeah, and she had that wig with the bangs. Oh my god! <laughs> and <laughs> anyway, so then she looks fucking stunning uh, mm -hmm. at this party. I mean, absolutely, like, tip-top. Like, she, she has a glow to her. She looks better than she did in the 70s. I mean, she just looks amazing. Yes. <laughs> and, um, of course, Meryl's like, God damn it! But she goes to her <laughs> spa or something to get, like, a treatment because she's, like, pissed because she doesn't look good. And right. she goes there, and they're like, we can't... Which, by the way, in this scene where she's at the spa... The girl that helps her, every time I watch this movie, I swear it's Winona Ryder. But it's not Winona Ryder. 
<laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> every time I'm like, this is, it's Winona Ryder, isn't it? And I don't, I still don't think she's way taller than Winona Ryder, though. I guess she would like be, yeah. the woman. The woman's taller than Meryl Streep. And I, I wonder if that's why that woman's not Winona had a Ryder. Lot of work. Like, <laughs> I don't know because they're like, well, you just look like Winona Ryder, so we could just get her to do it. But she wasn't available for this movie because <laughs> she was busy doing Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Not everyone can churn them out the way Goldie Hawn and Meryl do. No, got no, several no. movies that release in the no, same year, one at like a time. all the time. One at a time. <laughs> That's like Sigourney. Sigourney had a like a, a a set, like she would do like two movies a year for like the longest time until she got older. But it was just two movies that, a year. It's a That's lot it. of work. Yeah, I mean it's good for her, but I'm just saying like it was very repetitiously two movies every year for. The longest time, like 70s to 80s mm -hmm. and 90s. And then after that, you know, she just, give me all the work. I'm getting old. <laughs> yeah, <w> <laughs> when I, like, thinking about that makes me think about uh, Florence Pugh between Midsummer and whatever movie she did right before Midsummer, I can't remember, and Little Women right after Midsummer. Like, how she she was a little late to midsummer to get on set. She got into character and did that whole like <gasps> everything Blech. just like super high energy and then had to leave two days early to go on set to little women and then portray an entirely different character and then get nominated for an Oscar. But like she's, that seems like so much very energy. Good. Very fucking good. Um, but yeah, I, I, I feel the same way about, these actors like I, I don't know how they can do it. and in fact this is <laughs> this is one of those things that I'll bring up in defense of Madonna and I know that <laughs> I know relationship that relationship with Madonna <laughs> my relationship with Madonna I mean all Madonna gays do but <laughs> but, <laughs> but I love it <laughs> because my thing was when I realized and this was like later in life like you know late teens I found out that they didn't film movies in order. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like, that's crazy. You know, because in my head, like, how could you do that? And that's literally, I'm not joking. That was the moment that I thought, well, Madonna is a good actress because how can she figure out how to do all that if she, <laughs> if she can't if remember it's what she did in the last scene? <laughs> Because I couldn't do that. I'd have to do it in order. I have no idea what's going on. I would be like the worst. I mean, yeah, I think I yeah. probably could be good, but I mean, it would take a lot of fucking effort if if I was going to do an acting thing like that. Like, I would rather do the Goonies where it has to be done in order because there's kids. <laughs> <laughs> but even then, it's like the Josh Brolin character where you're just like yelling down a well. <laughs> That would be me. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, I just, that blew my mind when I found that out. And that's, that was my moment where I was like, y'all can suck it because Madonna's good. <laughs> she figured out how to do Breathless Mahoney. Uh, <laughs> I guess she really didn't have too many story arc characters. <laughs> I 
mean, she did fine. <laughs> she's she's done great work. Leave her alone. Anyway, so, <laughs> um, but yeah, with, with so, um, so Meryl gets mad. She goes to the beauty spa with one owner rider, but it's not one owner rider. Uh, and this guy's <laughs> like, he's like, you know, I'm gonna give you this card for this very, you know exclusive thing and it costs lots of money she's like well i don't care about money anyway in the end she's like oh this is fucking bullshit and tears up the car actually no it had to have been before the party because then she sees um goldie and freaks out and then she is like well you know oh because she oh yeah she, well, was, she no it was she, after the lover she, yeah, because she, Cause like, she was in the car crying hysterically, saw her reflection in the mirror, freaked out, <laughs> stopped <laughs> on the highway while it's pouring rain. And then that she signs the ripped like... up car. So the spot yes. happened before the party, then the party, then the rejection from the young lover. Then she goes to um, Isabella Rossellini. And <laughs> well, it's like a plastic surgeon. Right, and she says money's no object, and he's like, "This is for exclusive members, mm -hmm. very exclusive." He obviously very, very partook exclusive. in the situation as well, by the way. Right. Yes. Well, he he was in the party at the end, wasn't he? Yes. Yes, he was in the party. Yes. Um. <clears throat> but I thought that was kind of obvious. He was playing it like he was super fucking old, but looked good. <laughs> he did something. But, I can't remember what it was. He looked in the mirror and did something with his face like he was i don't know was, he kept twitching his eye for some reason yeah like, there was i did something. not understand that character choice maybe he lost <laughs> his eye and it was a replacement i don't know <laughs> maybe but yeah so she finds herself at this woman's um mansion with these uh glorious half-naked um young men actually and they weren't half-naked enough to be honest, they were a little no, too they beefy, weren't. and and they were in too hideous, beefy. Too beefy. They were still small. They were beefy, but they were small. They were beefy. You know what I mean? Like big, bulgy, bicepy pectorals that were just ugly. They um, were nineties beefy, not even eighties beefy. Yeah, they, they were like couldn't properly swing swords. Oh you know, God, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, no, it was just not cute. Um, and they were in ugly spandex outfits that were striped. Ugh. Oh, God. What? Awful. They were wearing those Egyptian, like, skirt things. They totally... No, they weren't. They had striped spandex outfits on with belts. They looked like wrestlers. It was awful. Um, <laughs> they did look a little bit like wrestlers, but I also watched a lot of wrestling as a kid, so maybe I was into it. <laughs> I was not. I was like, no. I'd rather see somebody... I don't know, attractive? <laughs> they were fine. I'm sure they were for the time, I guess. I don't know. Not for me. For the time? I'm saying I watched it today, and I was like, look at those handsome young men. Well, then, good for you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the best part is Isabella Rosalina. She looks absolutely stunning in this movie. Yes, and she does. And I could not get over it. Meryl Streep sits on the couch next to the beefy men. And Isabella Rossellini like is like make some space for my new friend, blah blah blah. And she turns around to reveal herself, and she's in like a sarong type skirt situation with 
like a beaded necklace that perfectly covers like her nipples. But you can see like, like my first thought was like, oh, Meryl Streep must be so upset about this woman's breasts right now. Because like Meryl Streep throughout the film will like point out like firm and perky breasts mm -hmm. <laughs> in other people, including the Winona Ryder, Ryder character. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, she's like, your breasts are like screwed into place. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And I was like, oh, man, she's going to be real mad about these boobs. Uh, but, the, but the necklace wasn't a necklace. It was very much, like, glued to her because none of it moved. Yeah, <laughs> None of the necklace moved. Yeah. And that scene was long. Yeah. She was walking around the she mansion doing great, little spins. Though. I will say, she did though, look great. I'm pretty sure Isabella had breast augmentation of some sort. Because her boobs do not look like that in Blue Velvet, like at all. So. <laughs> well, I would imagine that they were intentionally glued into place because Meryl Streep points out boobs so often. Just like when in a few moments Meryl Streep takes this potion and her boobs get like pushed and pulled up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Special effects. Yeah. <laughs> they gotta do them. <laughs> um, but it was, it was yeah. just like that. I'm like, oh, there's like a lot of tape and glue under there. This is also one of those movies where it was probably more impressive to see like a 35 millimeter print projected on a screen than it is to mm -hmm. watch in high definition these days. Because, oh, yeah, because <laughs> the special effects and the makeup is so makeup and special effects. <laughs> it's, well, it was good for the time. Yeah, I absolutely. Mean it, yeah, but like the hands, like when they showed Meryl Streep's <laughs> old hand, it was like, okay, that makeup artist went overboard with the splotches. Like with the spots, who has all those spots on their hands? <laughs> they did the same thing to Bruce Willis when we they showed did, Bruce Willis yeah. hands, and I'm like, oh, okay, old hands just have spots. On they them? just have spots on them all of a sudden. I don't. I mean, I keep worrying. Am I gonna have all these spots? <laughs> yeah, but not even like brown spots. They're like gray spots. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. But the, the special <laughs> effects was very much, and this is not a dig, uh, very much like Haunted Mansion. Like, when you go on the Haunted Mansion ride in Orlando, Florida, it reminded me of that. Like, almost like those projections onto, like, a silk screen mm -hmm. situation. Like, when Meryl Streep's head was turned around and we see her face, like, moving onto, like, whatever yeah. thing, whatever mannequin they have there. It reminds me of Haunted Mansion. And while Haunted Mansion, you're like, oh, that definitely looks fake. Like, I went to Haunted Mansion. I went to Disney, like, two months ago. And I was on the Haunted Mansion ride, and it stopped for, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> and I was in that dancing scene, you know, where they're in, like, the dining area. And, like, mm -hmm. everyone's, like, moving around and dancing. Yeah. And so I was, like, looking at everything. And you know how, like, I really like to go on these old rides and be, like, oh, aren't the mechanics cool and animatronics and this and that, you know, like, and so I was like watching it and I was like, I really can't tell where a lot of this stuff is coming from. This is actually yeah. really good. It did not occur to me, like, how impressive Haunted Mansion still is. Yeah. And so when I was watching this, I was like, oh, this looks like Haunted Honestly, Mansion. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. It really is kind of cool. Um, yeah, it's cartoony, but like... But it works. It's... Yeah, it's still good. Yeah, I agree. Anyway. I agree. It is kind <laughs> anyway. of funny, though, how they do it. Um, yes. Like, 
and I, we don't need to get into specifics of how they do the haunted mansion, but I do. Know no, no, done. let's do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> like all those images, the per, like holographic, I'm quote in quotes, holographic. Mm-hmm. It's technically not. It's um, like all those things are tangible in the room, but they're under you. Like your right. car, car thing is over the part where there's like the dancers and stuff. And it's being, yes. they're being, um, what do you call it? Lit up. Reflected? They're being, well, yeah, they're being reflected into the space that you're seeing, but they're tangibly there under you. Like the dancers mm-hmm. are actually dancing below you and all that kind of stuff. They're just in a, a black space so that they come through on the projection or the whatever it is, the mirror, thing, what, however they do, the screen thing or whatever. Yeah, it, it looks like a bunch of silk screens. Yeah. It's like Disney impressive. loves, loves that silk screen thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> but, like, oh, even in like the sorry. new Harry Potter rides. <laughs> like the what? The new Harry Potter uh, rides. Oh. They'll yeah. have like the silk screen looking stuff that's like got like the projection in like a practical world pop up in it. Oh, I see. Yes. Are you talking yeah. about the Forbidden Journey? Oh, I don't know. Oh. Her, the there there's like Harry Potter there's Harry Potter world and you like go in and there's like they do like the the pre I don't know they've got the little bits like as like a pre-show sort of thing like while you're waiting in line if you're waiting in line long enough like oh Harry Potter or his friends or whoever would like come out and like yeah, check oh, out like different the like the journey. desk or something. You go into the castle, so, right? Maybe. Oh, oh my gosh. All right. Ashley, so I don't know Harry on. Potter. I'm the worst. <laughs> By the way, it's called the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, but whatever. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have been permitted because I'm just some lowly ass muggle. All right. Are you happy? Yeah. 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 I'm a muggle. <laughs> muggle fucker. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted a t-shirt that said that so bad. <laughs> but now Aww. I don't like J.K. Rowling, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> <fuck> <laughs> she really ruined things for me. But anyway, um, so where were we? So she gets, oh, so the potion. The potion itself, by the way, and I really, really want to make one of those boxes. She has this very elaborate box, a little dagger, and it opens up and it reveals the little vial and the vial, like she pulls it out and puts it on the table. And of course it stands up even though it shouldn't because it's a pointed end and it's in the poster, I think for the movie. I but, think it um, came with like the box set or something. What? That vial. I think there was like something like, you know, I just put a cherry in my mouth. I'm the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Great for a podcast. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to talk. And I was like, you can finish this old fashioned. <laughs> but you know how like in the nineties when you got VHSs, they would give you like I mean I guess we do it now still, like you get like collectible items, but I don't know why the one I can remember is Indian in the cupboard where you'd get like the little Native American dude and like a key and like oh, yeah. there's like a keyhole in like the that the Frank VHS Oz case. Movie. You're obsessed with Frank Oz. 
<laughs> Sometimes I forget that I am. Um. <laughs> I'd like to remind you. Actually, yeah. Indian Uncovered was one of the first um, books that I ever owned. Like, well, young, young reader, you know what I mean? Like a book, mm -hmm. not like Green Eggs and Ham or whatever it was. <laughs> you mean like was, a novel? It was Paul's Volcano and Indian in the Cupboard, I think, were my first two books that I ever got. And I love those. Oh, they were very good. Then The Plant That Ate Dirty Socks. I can't believe nobody's made that into a movie. It pisses me off. <laughs> that sounds gross. That. I do not want to see that. I do oh, not it's want a to great, see Plants Eating Dirty Socks. Two books. There were two. And then My Teacher was an Alien. I love that whole series. I still, hope, I still own them. Anyway, um, oh, so she, uh, fun special effects and stuff like that. The vial's all cute. She mm -hmm. pricks her finger, shows her what it does. She gives yeah, her a prize. She sees and one she's hand like, young. fuck you, I don't need all that shit. And then she's like, wait a minute, no, my hand looks beautiful. I do want this. Fine, I'll cut you a check. <laughs> I Well, I loved the back and forth here because Meryl Streep, like in a normal setting, people would be like very worried about like whatever. But Meryl Streep, at some point, when she realizes, she's like, "How much does it cost?" You know, like you don't have to sell me on this. You don't have to give me all the flair. How much does it cost? She writes down the number, and gives it to Meryl Streep, and she's like, "Ah, no, thank you." And the woman burns it, and then she get she pricks her hand, shows her her young hand versus her old hand, and Meryl Streep was like, "Check, okay," <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know, like you know convinced and then uh, and then the woman gives her the vial to drink and she's like now for the warnings now now a warning and it's so funny too because that's that's one of the lines that people it's quoted quite often especially in drag culture like now a warning <laughs> It's, it's brilliant it's and really it's good. perfectly played. <laughs> um, is she, yeah, yeah, she's Meryl, like, take care of your body. Meryl's really good in that, the whole sequence. She's fantastic because you really get, fantastic. I mean, it's Meryl Streep. She's always fucking good. But yeah. so she says, you got to take care of your body. And it's very important to know that because there's a reason <laughs> she tells her that. <laughs> because you're going to be with your body for a very fucking long time, probably forever. So, girl. <laughs> so, uh, she goes home. She feels beautiful. She gets mm -hmm. her... Well, oh, well, well no. while she's at... While, While she's, she's away, yeah. By the, yeah. Meanwhile, at the mansion. <laughs> Me <laughs> meanwhile, Goldie Hawn, and you quoted this earlier. Goldie Hawn uh, comes to the door in the rain of the mansion, and she's looking for Madeline. She and practices Willis, in her mirror at home. Madeline, <laughs> I need to speak to Madeline. <laughs> she's like putting air in her eyes to get tears. <laughs> yeah. Chris Willis is like, she's not here. And she's like, good. And drops and the umbrella. Throws her and, like, umbrella. Her oh my God, I love that. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> it's also beautifully executed. Oh, it's all great. of it. All of it. Yes. And yeah, and she goes in. She starts making out Bruce. And um, at the party... She told Madeline uh, that she wasn't worried. She wasn't mad at Madeline uh, that Ernest was the one that betrayed her and he's the one that'll pay. But then she goes to the mansion and she sees uh, Bruce Willis and she starts loving up on him. And she's like, I got a plan to kill Madeline because, you know, she ruined your life. She ruined my life. Let's, you know, 
run off into the sunset together, give her some poison, let her get into a car accident, uh, fill her fill her system full of alcohol, and bada bing, bada boom, and she's uh, she's dead, and we're good. And yeah, so while Meryl is over here drinking magic potions, uh, Goldie Hawn is plotting uh, to kill her. <laughs> so yeah, Meryl Streep comes home and sees uh, sees Mr. Willis. Her husband and is a uh, kind of shitty to him, and he's kind of shitty to her. One thing leads to another, and they get into a bit of a fight. And he's already got it in his mind that he's going to end up killing her anyway. So he uh, he kind of like acts upon it a little bit. He feels a little more empowered and starts choking Meryl Streep. And uh, they get to the edge of the steps, and Meryl Streep he like he realizes what he's doing, and he's like, "Well, this isn't the human I want to be." Uh, let's go. And Meryl Streep's like got that like. <laughs> and she spends a long time on the edge of the steps. Like, help me. I can't get back up without you. Help me, help me. And she called him, she was like, do something, you wimp. And so he decides, because he's like in shock, uh, to instead of like grabbing her and pulling her back, to uh, give her a little push from the tip of his finger and push her down the stairs where she snaps her neck and it's kind of beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful? Okay. Yeah, like she goes down and she goes down hard and it's just like a big like 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 she snaps the director a lot. wanted you to know that she broke her neck. That at that she point she was dead. They wanted no back. doubt. Yeah, and she went down the stairs what seemed like three times. <laughs> she was falling down that staircase for a long time. Yeah, and we were getting every single hit <laughs> and then she's finally at the bottom of the stairs like in a pile and her head's backwards her legs are backwards she just yeah. it's gross she's just like on a big old pretzel yeah so bruce then calls goldie and no <laughs> he's like, where was the because goldie when was goldie, goldie went back in the, home to her hotel fun, like spy outfit she she was because <laughs> she was like jumping around the uh the mansion like she almost got run over by the car i think really she great. was sneaking out of the mansion when meryl was coming in and because goldie was with bruce at that time and i thought she was i thought that she was sneaking out while Meryl came in and she just No, because she snuck hotel. in too. Because remember she jumped the gate or whatever and it was like fabulous. Like obviously a stunt double. Oh. But <laughs> <laughs> then like the car almost ran over her head, which I always wonder if, how they did that. <laughs> like was the car really there? Was it composited later? How did they do that? Because that came really fucking close to Goldie Hawn's head. And it's like, uh, yeah, no, that's not going to happen in real life. No way. <laughs> <laughs> You're not almost going to run over Goldie Hawn. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I can't remember. At some point she was doing that and it looked fantastic. She looks like a cat burler in her black outfit yes. with a beret. It was beautiful. Um, I, feel, I feel like that's after or something. Because I can't remember where that happens. But whatever. No, she does because... it at some point. It's fantastic. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, so... Bruce calls um, Goldie and she's like, you idiot. <laughs> you shouldn't have called me first because the police are going to see that. And why didn't you call the police <laughs> yeah. first? 
So she's, he's like, oh shit. So she's like, well, wait a minute. Let's think about this. Like you can say that you were on the phone with me when you heard her fall down the stairs and then you call the police. So they have their plan. And while this is happening, Meryl is starting to pull herself Get together back and <laughs> stand up with all her broken limbs and grossness. And um, then walks over to him and it freaks out, you know, just madness ensues. Um, so Goldie, while all this is happening with Meryl and Bruce and they're freaking the fuck out. Oh, because they, they go to... They go to the hospital. hospital. Yeah, because... Uh, Meryl, because he's on the phone with Goldie, and Meryl comes up, and she's like, she's like, oh, what was this plan you're conspiring about like, <laughs> to I her? Feels so yeah, <laughs> yeah. And she looks at Bruce, and she was like, can you take me to see a doctor already? <laughs> yeah. So they go to the hospital, and they're seeing a doctor, and the doctor's Cindy like, Pollock, by the this way. doesn't hurt. What? Sydney Pollock is the doctor. Oh. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like bending her around. He's like, this doesn't hurt. And she's like, no, that doesn't hurt. And he was like, that's weird. And he like checks her heart and her temperature. And she's like, no, the only thing that's really sore is my neck. And she pulls down her coat. And you can see her, her like, her spine like protruding out. And he's like, whoa. And uh, he's like, I need a second opinion because uh, you are otherwise dead <laughs> it's like you this should not be happening yeah and it's funny like, too because when it's either her or bruce or somebody like walks out to get uh, maybe it's bruce that it's like, bruce because bruce is freaking out because bruce is like no she should be dead yeah and uh he walks out of the the room <laughs> the doctor had a heart attack and was trying to be revived on the bed next like, Yeah, the next he's room. like, are there any doctors in this building? And he goes in and he sees all the doctors around the, the doctor that was caring for them. <laughs> clearly having a heart attack because he just yeah. witnessed a dead person that was talking to him. So Yeah, and Meryl Streep passes out and she like faints because like she's like, oh, I guess I should be dead. Oh yeah, she yeah she faints and <laughs> they think she's a dead body, so they take her to the morgue. Yeah, and he's like, why Bruce wouldn't she like, be? <laughs> you can't take her to the morgue. She's gonna be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets her. He takes her home, um, and then Goldie he gets shows like up. formaldehyde and such too to like. Did he? Is that? Did they do that too? Yeah, I guess because he worked at the morgue, but Goldie Hawn's like, why would they have formaldehyde? What are you cooking up? Oh, that's right. when she was spying. Yeah. That's when she yes. was spying because she was trying to figure out what the fuck is going on because they were supposed to be killing her and mm -hmm. <laughs> nothing's happening. And what's he doing? And, and she's he went still to go alive. Formaldehyde <laughs> and oh, yeah, that's right. So all that stuff happened. So he treats her like a dead body that he would have worked on, basically. Like mm -hmm. he formaldehydes her does all that mortician shit or whatever and then paints her so she looks fantastic and with spray paint yes of course and then his, um his uh his secret weapon oh yeah and then goldie shows up with tools to take care of her <laughs> and like <laughs> shovel and tarps and all kinds of stuff and, yeah. um, but Meryl, of course, is alive. 
And I can't remember. I mean, I guess they, they get into a fight of some sort. And they, well, and Meryl, yeah. And Bruce, Bruce is like, oh, it's a miracle. This must mean I'm supposed to be with Meryl and I made a mistake. Zeebity blobbity blue. And Meryl was like, go get something or give us some space or whatever. And Meryl is like talking to Goldie and she's like, you know what? Fuck me. Fuck you. And she takes the shotgun and shoots Goldie in the belly. And so Goldie Han flies back into their little lake or, or um, jacuzzi thing. Water feature. And, <laughs> yeah, there's their water feature. And, uh, and Bruce Willis comes out and he's like, <laughs> But Goldie had thankfully brought all the uh, body removing the materials yeah and Meryl Streep's like it's perfect she bought this with all of her money anyway <laughs> it's like on so her then, card <laughs> <laughs> then while they're having an argument about what to do Goldie uh -huh. stands up and of course it's one of those special effects moments where she stands up and all this water comes out of her midsection because there's a big round beautifully round hole <laughs> Mm -hmm. And her. the only thing I wish about this moment was that there was a little bit of spine in there. I just wanted that little touch of gore. Of course you did. Um, <laughs> no, they, I was like, oh, what did it look so much better? It just, but it was also funny because it was like perfectly round. Like it, it yes. wouldn't have been that way, but it's cute for the movie, whatever. So, mm -hmm. and easier for special effects, I'm sure. They just put oh, a round yes. spot on Goldie on. It would probably be easier for special effects to, like, just put a little blood splotches on her belly <laughs> and tear up her shirt. But Meryl Streep's over here with a twisty, wisty neck that oh, <laughs> just yeah. keeps going back and forth and all around. And Meryl was doing good with it. Like, yeah, she did pretty good. Like, with, like putting her head back on her head and such. And well, she also had to like, like, she had this part where like she kept, her head kept falling forward and she kept lifting <laughs> yeah. herself up with her hair. It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> she would eventually job. get like one of those coiled necklaces to like keep her head up, right? <laughs> oh yeah, she had like, yeah, the necklace. Um, so Goldie stands up. And of course, Meryl's like, what the fuck? And then she kind of searches her person and finds the pin because they all get pins when they get the potion. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you had it too, God damn it. And so they realize that they're both <laughs> basically dead. And- But um, also immortal. <laughs> and Yeah, immortal. And Bruce is freaking out beyond belief. <laughs> and he's like, another and miracle. <laughs> he's ready to leave or something. And they convince him, no, you can't. Or, well, no, he wants to leave. And they convince him, well, you have to at least paint us first because you we have, have to, to look us. good. Yeah. So he does. But then they freak out because they're now immortal and dead. And paint is already peeling off of them. So they're like, well, mm -hmm. no, we need him. He needs to stick around with us because, you know, he has to paint us for eternity to make us look good. <laughs> and yeah, so they, yeah, their plan is to get him to also be immortal. Yes. So and, they take him uh, to Isabella Rossellini. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, my computer keeps falling. <laughs> the listeners can't <laughs> see this, but <laughs> I have it propped up on something. Anyway, mm -hmm. so um, they take him to Isabella Rossellini because they're like, 
dude, you're going to get this potion. You're going to live forever. You're going to be young again. You can do surgery again like you used to love because your hands will be fixed. And she kind of convinces him, but then he's like a, you know, a doctor. He's like a man of science. And he's like, oh, this is, this is against every law of nature, blah, blah. And he freaks out and he runs with the potion and it's free for him, I think, right? Well, no, they may have paid for it, but they just needed Homegirl to convince him. But Homegirl, uh, Isabella, was like, I'm very impressed with your work. You know, I saw what you did with the girls. And and she was like, you know, you need to take care of your body. You need to take care of your body because, you know, you just get the one. And now they're, like, decaying. <laughs> uh, so it's also, like, I guess it's beneficial for her so that her, like, stuff doesn't get out because these women aren't walking around like zombies. Yeah, that's know? true. But he was like, what would I, he was like, what if I get bored? What would I do with eternity? You know, like, what if I get bored? What if I, I'm just going to be watching all my loved ones die? What am I going to do? Keep these two women for company? Like, they're deplorable. <laughs> they're horrible. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I'm just going to run away. And he like, ran away with the vial. And uh, he ran into uh, a party, a party of the eternally youthful. Oh, yeah, because that was kind of the thing. She did mention Isabella Rosalie. Like he, won't get, he won't get far at his age. <laughs> well, that. But no, she yeah. mentioned when she was having the consultation with Meryl Streep that, you know, you're going to have to fake your own death at some point because, you know, clearly you can't be. Yeah, you get 10 years in the public. Yeah. And then after that, you have to do something. Because Meryl's like a, 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 a movie star. She's like a public figure. Yeah. So she mentioned, you know, that a lot of other people have done this. <laughs> and then at the party, you see like a whole bunch of people like Marilyn Monroe's there. Elvis Presley's Elvis there. Elvis Presley. Um, you know, stuff like that. So mm -hmm. um, there was a bunch of people there. I can't think of all of them. James Dean, I think, was there. Um, anyway, whatever. So there's a bunch of them. And so Bruce is running around the mansion trying to get out and get away um he does like fall eventually like, you know. yeah he he can, he can only go up because they lock all the doors he goes in the elevator he goes up and he's like climbing across the roof and um goldie and meryl who are now like friends again they're on a team together they have mutual needs they've they've cleared the air uh they're running together to like catch him and he falls off the roof onto some sort of um drain banister yeah <laughs> and uh he's like being held only by suspenders and he's like way high up and they're like you know the only thing you can do is drink that vial that's the only way you're gonna be saved you know so it's just like drink the, just drink the vial just drink just drink it and you know no you won't hurt it doesn't hurt doesn't hurt to die. We'll tell you that right now. <laughs> and so he thinks about drinking it. And one of them, probably Meryl, says something deplorable. And he's like, fuck you. <laughs> and like puts it back in his pocket. And no, no, he falls. drops it. Oh, he drops it? Oh, I yeah. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. You're right, like in spite. And then he drops. And you think he's about to die because he's falling so far. But he goes through this beautiful stained glass ceiling into a, uh, a pool and he, uh, he survives. He lives to tell the tale, essentially.
Yes. But he goes off and then it's a flash forward <laughs> to 37 years later, 37 years later. And they're at his funeral, Meryl and mm -hmm. Goldie, Goldie covered in black veils, you know, chatting up in the back seats, laughing about things, just being very inappropriate. Right. And then when they're leaving, <laughs> they kind of like finally reveal what they look like. And it's just horrifying. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's very like much like old paint. Just, just peeling up. Yeah. Caked on paint looks horrible. And, um, yeah. they like, look, oh, you, and they're like talking like, oh, you need a bit of Bondo. And she's like, oh, yeah. well, and stop <laughs> at the hardware store. And, uh, and she's like, where's the spray paint? And like, where did you leave it last? She's like, oh, yeah. what, when has that ever worked? When you miss, when you lost your index finger, <laughs> just like little things like that. And then, um, we have the scene much like the stairs pr uh, previously, Goldie Hawn slips on the spray can, uh, and she's at the edge of the steps and she's like falling backward and she's like help me and Meryl was like you know what I'm gonna push this bitch and Goldie was like uh uh and grabbed her and pulled her down with her and they exploded as though they were made of clay as oh. though they were ceramic pots oh yeah <laughs> they blew up it was fantastic <laughs> it was great what a delight but they do, they do, unfortunately, they're still alive because they can't die. So their pieces are just kind of like sitting there. Like, yeah. Their heads roll together. And what do they say? What did I she say? I can't remember. But it's, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> so, it was just something, it was something about more Bondo or whatever. Just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine the people coming out of that funeral? <laughs> all these body parts everywhere that are still moving. i i would hope that they're like crawling back to each other and like like in a, a nightmare before christmas how oh, her like yeah, arms Sally. and legs are like crawling back yeah i imagine it's like that i mean they have to yeah. i guess because <laughs> yeah otherwise that's embarrassing like hey that's my limb over there can you like bring it closer <laughs> oh gosh what a mess but that's the end of the movie. Yeah. So what would you rate it? I rate this one. Um, it's kind of funny because I think if you had asked me this years ago, I would have rated it pretty high. But rewatching it many times, even after I got it on Blu-ray, um, mm -hmm. I, <laughs> I don't love it as much as I thought I did. I like <laughs> it a lot, but I don't... Like when you had me watch it this time for the podcast, mm -hmm. technically I didn't need to watch it again because I've seen it so many times. But um, this guy, but I did watch it again just because because it was an HBO Max, and I was like, well, it's available, so I might as well. Because I sold my Blu ray, by the way. Um, but oh, yeah, I didn't keep this one, but um, I would say seven. Seven oh. toes. I'd give it about a seven as well, like a six and a half to seven. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it is very good. It's very fun, but it's not one that I would sit down and watch many more times in my life. <laughs> I mean, if I <laughs> had friends recommend? that wanted to watch it and we watched it as a group to make fun of it, that would be fun. But it's not one that I would sit down and watch just for the fun of watching a movie. I'd watch 
something else, I'm sure. Oh, but if it was on TV, I'd let it play through. Oh, yeah, if it was something like that. But I don't do that anymore. But <laughs> we just have the streaming things. I, I don't even know how to turn on the cable or whatever it is. But <laughs> <laughs> we live in a different world these days. But, yeah, um, I would say seven toes. And you, you said about, about, about six and a half to seven. Yeah. 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 Uh, what would you recommend? I think I would recommend So I Married an Axe Murderer. That's a fun one. I'd yeah. like to rewatch that for sure. Because I haven't seen that in who knows how long. Probably right after it came out. <laughs> 1993. Yeah. No. I would you briefly owned the Blu ray but never watched it. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I would recommend. Honestly, probably just the Adams family, because I kind of lump those together, sort of, for the okay, fun of it. That seems all right. Yeah, yeah, I would probably recommend that, and uh, and you know, the Adams family values. I I, I don't like to. <laughs> I think they go together. <laughs> They're just such a wonderful set of movies. I agree. I used to get spooked by the Adams family movies, but mostly because of the fake gore. Like when Wednesday and Pugsley are like doing their little fencing fights. And oh, <laughs> they cut each other's like limbs and throats. Oh, and the Shakespeare <laughs> that was great. Yeah, was like wonderful. I'd be like, oh, like that for whatever reason would get to me. <laughs> Uncle Fester too. Whenever he was on screen for like too long, I'd be uncomfortable. <laughs> Cousin it, I loved. Morticia loved her. Oh my god, Angelica Gomez Houston. loved give a, him. Give me a goddamn break. I fucking love Angelica. And <laughs> yeah, Raul, Raul Julia as um, Gomez. I mean, spectacular. He was made for that part, for sure. Yes. It's, it's one of those things where I don't think there's a whole lot of people that could do it after him at all. Yeah, imagine somebody else doing that. Somebody like else did. There was, there was like a third movie, I think it was. That was kind of sort of kind of like the Batman Forever kind of shit, where it sort of mm -hmm. continued the story, but it had different people in it. it. Was like, yeah, nobody wants to watch that shit because uh, <laughs> it doesn't have Angelica, doesn't have you know, Raul Julia. What's the fucking point? Um, but fun fact though, Raul Julia was originally the original Guido uh, in Nine when it was on the stage. He originated oh, that part, uh, and he's fantastic. If you ever get a chance, listen to the original cast recording. That's Raul Julia singing all the songs that weren't in the movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good times, good stuff. He's, he's lovely. He's a wonderful, wonderful man. He unfortunately has passed away. Which is sad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. Right on. Good times. So what are we watching next week? I don't know. What are we watching? Okay. TBD, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, the poor people thought we were doing <laughs> Throne of Blood. Because <laughs> we don't. Yeah. But we didn't do it's it. Sorry, guys. We did, but we didn't. We couldn't air it. Um, yeah, it would not have been good to air. No. It, was it not, did and not sound good. We, um, I'm still working on it to see if I can, like, tweak it up to, like, 
make things like sync better. Well, it was but... also the first time we recorded in person in a very long time. And yes. we're so used to doing it this way, but the unfortunate problem is that, you know, Ashley's being picked up in my microphones and so we can't um, finagle the recordings anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like we can kind of do it to where if it doesn't line up perfectly, it's okay because we're not on each other's recordings. But with that recording, it was awkward because, you know, Ashley was in the room and the, we recorded it in my new dining kitchen area and the echo yeah. was pretty bad yes. in the room. So, but anyway, and we had our friend Sean or you just met him that night, but he's very nice. Uh, <laughs> He was there. It was, it was a good time. Good, good evening. But anyway, so something will happen and we will record it and you will hear it. That's right. But yeah. All right. Until then. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.